بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم in the name of Allah the most beneficent the most merciful I testify that there is no true God worthy of worship except Allah and that Muhammad is Allah's true slave and messenger we continue the explanation of عمدت الأحكام and we begin with hadith number 15 عن أبي قتادة الحارث بن ربعي الأمصاري رضي الله عنه أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال لا يمسكن أحدكم ذكره بيمينه وهو يبول ولا يتمسح من الخلاء بيمينه ولا يتنفس في الإناء the translation of the meaning of the hadith narrated Abu Qatada Al-Harith bin Rib'i Al-Ansari may Allah be pleased with him that the Prophet sallallahu said whenever anyone of you urinates he should not hold his penis with his right hand or clean his private parts with his right hand and while drinking one should not breathe in the drinking utensil and while drinking one should not breathe in the drinking utensil first the narrator Abu Qatada Al-Harith bin Rib'i Al-Ansari he is from the Ansar. May Allah be pleased with him. Al-Khazraji, from the tribe of Al-Khazraj. He shared in the battle of Uhud and the battles after Uhud. It used to be said concerning him, Farisu Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that he is the knight of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He gave support to the Prophet ﷺ during some of the journey when one time the Prophet ﷺ leaned against his mount he gave him support he leaned because of his sleep and he gave him support when he woke up he said may Allah preserve you for that which you did to preserve your Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he died in the year 54 after Hijrah in the city of Medina the subject of the hadith this hadith is concerned with some Islamic etiquettes regarding the response to the call of nature and other than that as will be explained the overall explanation it is from the perfection of the Sharia that it came 
and concerned itself with the high etiquettes in everything and then in this hadith Abu Qatada narrated that the Prophet forbade that anyone who urinates from holding his penis with his right hand and also forbade cleaning the private parts with the right hand cleaning it cleaning the private parts from urine or uh, defecation because this is or contradicts the honoring of the right hand also in this hadith the Prophet forbade one to breathe into the drinking vessel because this renders it filthy for others and it's possible that the person may carry some diseases whereby the vessel gets polluted or that the breath going in may interfere with the drink itself leading to a choking fit and also possibly the saliva may drip into the vessel all of this is against the perfection of etiquettes this is the overall explanation of the hadith as to the benefits number one the forbidden to hold the penis with the right hand during urination now is this a matter of tahrim or is it disliked karaha the opinion of the majority of the scholars is that this is disliked makruh because it is a matter of etiquette and that it revolves around two matters either it is an honoring of the right hand or due to fear that the right hand may get polluted with the urine still however the saying that this is for tahrim for forbidden is a strong opinion because the hadith states 
one of you should not and this is an asserted statement second benefit it is understood from the hadith that touching with the left hand is allowed that there is no harm in touching with the left hand third benefit that is the matter here a general matter or is it particular only to touching while washing the private part one opinion is that it is general meaning it covers situations of urination and otherwise meaning it's general and they are good that if the forbiddance or the matter being disliked while urinating and knowing that urination is a need then by all means this applies to other matters and takes precedence in all other matters other than the urination meaning under other situations the second opinion is that this is restricted only to touching during urination because the statement of the Prophet ﷺ said وَهُوَ يَبُولُ while urinating and therefore there is no doubt that the precautionary stance shall be not to touch the the private part under all situations the fourth benefit when we say touch the private part under all situations meaning by the right hand and this is obvious the fourth benefit is honoring the right hand and the fifth benefit is that the right hand is better than the left and this is by universal decree and by legal decree as to the universal decree it is obvious that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala placed power in the right hand that far exceeds that in the left and this is something universal meaning creational from the creational aspect as to the legal aspect because it is not used with harm as in the case of urine or defecation 
while using the left hand is allowable as to the sixth benefit is the prohibition to make istinja washing from urine or defecation with the right hand and this applies also to using stones or the like so whether the person uses the water in the case of stinja or the stones in the case of istijmar then the right hand is not to be used for that purpose now is it disliked or is it haram some of the scholars are with the opinion that it is haram because this is the origin in matters of forbiddance that in matters of forbiddance the origin is that the the ruling is for tahreem in origin and they said also if he uses the right hand if the person uses the right hand then it will get polluted with filth and the right hand is honored some of the scholars are with the opinion that the forbiddance or the prohibition is for karahaf being disliked because this is a matter of etiquette and as we said before the precautionary position is to keep away from using the right hand unless there is necessity the next benefit is the prohibition regarding breathing in the utensil or in the vessel and what's apparent from the hadith that this covers the vessel that he drinks from and the vessel that others may use because it is generalized (coughs) and we gave some of the reasons for that earlier some of the scholars gave exceptions to this like for example if the person needs to breathe for example if he is, if he is in a hurry and the second exception if the drink is hot whereby he may need to breathe therein and the third exception is that if the vessel belongs to him particularly now in cases if the person is has short breath or if he needs to drink a lot of water which cannot be taken in one drink with one breath then we say here is he should take separate breaths and the sunnah is 
to breathe three times in the course of a drink. And the Prophet said in this respect that this is more thirst quenching, healthier, and more wholesome, as in the hadith in Sahih Muslim, volume 3, hadith number 5030, that he used to breathe three times in the course of a drink, that is in three gulps, in three gulps, and that it is more thirst quenching, he said, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, healthier and more wholesome. This is in Sahih Muslim, volume 3, hadith number 5030. Now, some related points of benefit concerning touching the private part, if the person touches his private part without sexual desire, then according to the correct opinion, there is no wudu upon the person. Otherwise there is, meaning if the touch is with sexual desire, and when we say that the correct opinion that there is no wudu, meaning there is no obligation for wudu, but it is recommended in case he touches or the person touches the private part without a desire, without sexual desire, then it is recommended for him to make the wudu. And this is the choice of Shaykh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah rahimahullah, and that of our Shaykh Muhammad bin Salih rahimahullah ta'ala as well. And another point of benefit, if the woman touches the private part of her son or daughter to clean it from filth, then this does not nullify her state of wudu, because certainly she didn't or she doesn't touch that part due to sexual desire. This brings the end to the explanation of hadith number 15.